Today we're talking music and how you navigate your career internationally and domestically. Hi, this is Marcos Luis and this is One Mic Night, the podcast that brings you stories of artists and people in life and their journey, helping to guide, answer questions, and motivate you in the business. Today, my guest does just that. He's a singer, he's a composer, he's a songwriter, he's a producer. He goes by the name of Sir Ben Marks. Please welcome him to the podcast. What's up, Sir Ben? Hello. <laughs> How you doing? Hello, everyone. How are you? <laughs> thank you for coming on the I'm podcast. I'm pretty good. Thank you. Yeah, thank you for coming on. So listen, you and I, mm-hmm. we have history. About 10 years ago, we did an interview. And now you're back. So thank you for coming on. Yes. I have thank questions. Thank you. Thank you. It's, yes. it's, it's been way too long. I know. And I have okay. questions. I have answers. All right. Let's go. Mm-hmm. So first of all, who is Ben Marks? Well, Sir Ben Marks is, um, um, well, in total, I'm just a traveling artist. Um, I produce music. I, I write songs and I also perform them. I'm also a painter and um um, but outside of who Serving Marks is, you know, I'm a little brother and I'm an uncle and um, I'm also a good friend. I think so. I like that. That was, a, that was a pageant answer. I like that. I like that. You're a family man too. So I like that. So you're an all around yeah. artist. How did you, did you grow up doing art? Did you grow up doing music and, and, and painting and things like that? Well, yeah, definitely. Um, being the youngest of seven children, mm-hmm. my mom, my mom, my mother definitely, um, definitely pushed me pushed me in my art and my music and stuff. Um, and so did my sisters and brothers. Um, yeah, I've been drawing and, and doing music since I was in grade school. And, you know, I just kept on getting awards and accolades for it. So I, I guess I figured that was my calling. <laughs> I guess so, yeah. When was, a, when was a point where you knew that's what you wanted to do with your life? I mean, because a lot of, a lot of kids grow up, you know, their parents put them in music, their parents put them in art school, but you don't know until you know. What, what point was that for you? Um, I, I, well, I think that, I think whenever I really found out that music really has a healing property, so probably like, probably like a little, in my twenties, basically, because like before that I was just doing it just because, you know, it felt great and like a lot of people liked it. But I think whenever my music started to heal, heal people and touch people in ways that was, that was not about money, that's when I figured this is what um, I'm born to do. I like that. And, feel- it, and it also gives me a great feeling too. Yeah, I was gonna say, do you feel like that's that's the important part of music? Do you feel like touching people with music is, is the essential part of it? I, I feel like that is the reason for music. Like, um, I mean, you know, money for sure is now a big part of music. But I think people pay a lot of money for music collectively because um, it gives them a feeling. It's it's a service. It's a service, and you know, and music is a music has the power to change other people's vibrations. So that's why I think that the the, mo- the main the main important thing about music, in my opinion, is that putting out a product that you are aware of could um, affect a lot of people at one time. So um, just being mindful and, and, and knowing that music is a tool and it can be used as a weapon and it can also be used as a, 
a healing, a heal. It can be therapeutic too. So just the main thing for me for music is just always being conscious of what I'm put what I'm putting out. Because when I was younger, I used to do songs that just came to my mind. Um, and now, now that I'm older, I swear every single song that I that just came to me randomly, I've 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 come to it. They come to pass. Like I feel like I didn't know that I was going to be in that situation. I wrote it and I sung, and sung about it. And sure enough, even if it's ten years later. I found myself in that same exact situation that I wrote. So that's why I know that musical music is very, very powerful. Right. The vibrations like, are real. Absolutely. I like that. And I think what you're saying is true because music is a form of nostalgia. And when you hear certain songs, yeah. it brings back the memories and it's healing or it's, you know, it reminds you of a certain time in life or a certain place or a certain feeling that you had. Absolutely. Yeah. It's interesting with you too, because, well, first, let me back up. How, what, who are some of your influences in music and art? Um, ooh, the influences go so far and run so deep. I couldn't even, um, okay, like we would have to like go, like, like go through the eras of music for me to tell you my my, my influence. So let's just do know it. That let's do it. I ain't got nothing but, but time. <laughs> oh really? Oh, okay. That that was just a, a suggestion. But I, I, but I didn't think you were gonna take me up on it. But okay, we can. Um, you it. can name a, a era, and I can tell you. Okay. We'll say like from something the, that come to mind. Let's so say, you let's say, so, let's say something from okay. the sixties. Who, who from the sixties? You know, is someone you like. Okay, from the sixties. Now, now, now. I, you know, I was born in eighty two, so, so I, I may, I may not know back a certain day. Um, okay, so for one, I can say that one of my biggest influences and physically is. My uncle, who is Clyde McFadder, he was um he was the lead singer of the Drifters. Um, he's yeah, my great great yeah. uncle. Sorry. Okay. Yeah, and 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 if you know anything about Clyde McFadder, you know that he he actually influenced a whole lot of other artists. Um, Absolutely. Even even the likes of, of Elvis Presley, you know. So um his 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 vocal stylings run deep within my family and, and my voice. So so that's probably why a whole lot of people can't replace their their um hand on my sound but um other than that being like a a a, a, a constant influence because like he's he's in my family um from the 60s i would have to say oof i could be wrong but um you, you know what I, I like i like the i like the mamas and the papas mamas um, and the papas all right yeah that's good I, you know i love all the bills okay what um, about what about what about the Jimmy soul Hendrix. what about the soul music like uh sam cook what about oh yeah uh, oh, you know, oh, like, oh, oh, oh no oh no oh no Oh yeah, oh yeah, definitely. Oh no, no, I, no. I was getting, I was getting to the good part. But, um, yeah. Um, well, 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 you know what I'm saying? Like it's all good part, but like, right. um, like, um, you know, I want to say Jimi Hendrix. Is that 60s? That's late 60s, 70s. Yeah, yeah. That's right on. Okay. Um, I'm down. I'm Jimmy down with Jimi Hendrix for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Sam Cooke, of course. Yeah, of course, Sam Cooke. Like he's amazing. Um, all of all of that. That little pocket, okay. So like, like try to go into the seventies. I'm, I'm gonna see how much I know actually. It's for the seventies, all right. So, so like, yeah, basically, yeah, like the, the, the whole Motown little pocket of sixties okay. for sure. Okay. okay. So the, the Smokey Robinsons, the you know the Marvin Gaye in the late yeah, 60s, all of that, uh, the, 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 the Supreme, all of those, all of, yeah, Ooh, right, for sure, all of that. What what is it that you think people like about that era of music? It's so good. I'm telling you about, in my opinion, about when it comes to the 60s, 
I think that a whole lot of sounds were very, very like, oh wow, we can get that recorded. Like, like so, so like they started going in on experimenting with like, you know, um, sounds that can be recorded into a machine. Mm -hmm. um, also, you know, that was the beatnik era. Era, so you know, it was a whole, it was a, it was it was a whole lot of funky psychedelic drugs, man. Yeah, yeah, you're right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, so like the mind was even like, like even more open. So, um, and I and I do think that you know it was the time when 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 people finally started seeing the injustices and started actually using their mu their music as a vehicle. Yeah, yeah. You're talking about you're talking about like the James Browns and those people who, yeah. who use the music to move the people. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, Nina Simone. Uh, Nina, Simone. Uh, Nina Simone is was one of my greatest influences. And, and just what happened, I, I don't know how this happened. Um, my best friend, rest in peace, he was he was a bigger fan than I was of Nina Simone. And you know, you know, the thing about today and with this technology is that it makes it makes stuff possible that you would never make possible. So, for instance, Nina Simone's daughter, which is Lisa Simone, she's now a friend of mine. Like I, you know, I slid into her DMs and I told her about how I love her mother, and then I told her a little about a little bit about my music. Not even really, not even really advertising about my music, just more so saying like she is an inspiration for me. And she responded back, and she, and she actually wanted to hear some of my music. And um, and then and then we started talking, and then we started video chatting, and now we're like chummy chummy with each other so so like the, the fact that i'm friends with nina simone daughter is like a testament of times like Absolutely. how many how many how, like i would have never got to say that if i was if i was not in the technology age that that we're in now so absolutely and that was my next question Maybe. how do you how do you feel like technology has helped music and artists you know connect in um, this world well well as you know this is my first zoom interview for the year i did i did another zoom interview um yeah yeah last year i did another one um i have not been seeing how it can help i i definitely see how it makes it makes um it kind of the whole mystique of the artist being that we're trapped inside the house most of the time i, I feel like that that mystique is probably a little bit more blown mm -hmm. but um but like but like just as far as payment go like you know you know what I'm saying? Like now you now you don't have to wait and, until you get your door. Like I, I remember performing and having to wait. But now we got Cash App and PayPal. Like you can you can just pay me, you can just pay me, pay me my thing electronically. You know what I'm saying? Like um I, I do think that's very good for artists like myself who who get paid to perform. Um um as far as te technology, you know, we can do a lot more things in the studio that we couldn't do like 30 years ago. Um, as far as vocal correction and auto tune, I feel like auto tune is great and stuff. As long as you, as long as you know how to freak it, that that you're not using that for like your whole thing, my thing, whatever it is that you do, you know. As long as you you can, you know, perform without it. But um, I definitely right. know that. Oh. No, I was gonna say yeah, you're right because but some artists do they just use it and people like that sound. So it's you know it's kind yeah, of yeah, yeah no. But you're right. Exactly. Like I did a whole album. Mm -hmm. I did a whole album dedicated mm -hmm. for the young people called Mellow Heart. Mm -hmm. And I used mm -hmm. auto tune on that on that album um on purpose because like I know what makes the the youth ears perk up now these days. Right. And they, and they definitely want something that, that they can play behind whatever it is that they play. And and if you have too too much of a sound that, that strays from it, 
they are prone to just turn it off. <laughs> right. Yeah, you're right. You're absolutely right. And I think in along with what I'm saying too, you know, using technology, we're able to do what we're doing now. So like, I, I don't know, where are you right now? Where are you located right now? Right now, I'm I'm in a stop, I'm stopping it in, um, in NC. I'm in a studio about to lay down a track with um, a very talented artist. Um, I don't know him too well, but um, but but I'm in um, Eminem's the Iron Butterfly Studio, which is another great friend. She's always been there for me. She's a radio, she's a retired radio disc jockey, and um, she's always played my stuff and always done, done interviews with me too. And now we and now we're growing into sister and brother. But um, yeah, um, I'm in North Carolina and I'm headed to Seattle tomorrow. And I like that. See, and this is what I'm saying, you know, because the technology allows us to connect. So, you know, I, yeah. for me, it's been great because I'm so busy doing so many other things, but through Zoom and through technology, I've been able to see people perform. And like you said, connect, if we, you know, for payment, if we need to pay people digitally, we can do that. <laughs> that you know what I mean? You can see all your friends do their performances. I have one artist and I think you know her, Marie Tree. She was the one that I started one mic night on. She's got a whole show that she does oh, yeah. every mm -hmm. single night. So it allows everybody to connect with That's her awesome. every night on, you know, on Facebook Live. So we can see each other and you can perform mm -hmm. and artists can perform and, you know, to move into theater, you know, as an artist, I can do theater or films and everything online. So I think it's great. Right, you know, yeah. It's great where we are. Mm -hmm. and, and, and I would imagine if, if, you're, if you're an actor, it take it takes the the edge off of, of going into these casting rooms and reading. Now you can just do it all on Zoom. Everything. And like you can be comfortable and really give your best best audition. Absolutely. So. And that's a whole nother way of doing it. You know what I mean? And like right now I'm in rehearsal for a show. You know, we do it on Zoom every night on show. So that's it's, it's a great technology is great. <clears throat> mm -hmm. Where do you see where do you see us going with music? Where do you see us going with arts moving forward? Because we're in a you know pandemic well, time. Where do you see us going? Oh, that's a good question. Um, well, 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 you know, technology doubles itself every year. Um, so as far as sonic, sonic wise, I'm, I'm, I'm being there. I'm, I'm also an engineer. I always pay attention to what people are doing vocally, and what and and where the sounds are moving to, and 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 just because just because you know we're in this technology age and, and stuff is getting smaller but but more powerful, I just feel like. The music is is probably going to keep on growing that way. Like nowadays, when I'm, when I'm hearing more, I'm hearing more um, more vastness. Mm -hmm. Like as far as the beats being less complicated, and the vocals kind of like sit right in the middle of the of the uh, speaker, uh, which is something different from from ten years ago. It was a whole lot of panning. It was a whole lot, of, you know, of vocals being panned. Now, 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 most of these days. The music is very, very vast. Um, uh, vast, might, vast may not be the, the right word, but the music has a little bit, a little bit instruments in it, and the vocals tend to sit right in the middle. Mm -hmm. And um, and um, so sonically, I, I I just feel like that we're that we're just going to keep on um, making beats more minimal and 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 um, putting more power into the vocals. So, so maybe, maybe that's that's why we hear so much auto tune because like it's really showcasing how how we can man, manipulate tones and stuff, and we don't need a whole bunch of music. Versus back in the day when if you didn't have a full band behind you, your stuff sounded really really incomplete. 
Now right. I think that's more so the sound. It's like, how much information can can we fit into this song that it still be simple enough for to catch the young people ear and but still have some kind of impact. So I don't know if that answers your question. Absolutely, yeah, it absolutely does. <laughs> and I was gonna and, and I was gonna say, you know, how how do you stay on top of the music? Because I know as a musician, as an artist putting music out, you're trying to stay in front of you know the trend. You want to you have to be the next best thing that people catch on to. You know, it's okay to you know fit in the True. pocket and find what you're doing and you know that's your niche, but you also gotta be in front of it. No, absolutely. Um uh, um a key word that that I'm going to start put putting into the universe. Um, me and my sister and Emma and I, we we actually was going through some of my old stuff, and she was like, "Oh my God!" She was like, "Re-release, re-release." She was like, "That is the word for 2021." Mm. Because like um, a whole lot of my stuff that I put out, she 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 says she said this is now. She's like, "This is now." She was like, she was like, "You did this 10 years ago," but she was like. You were so ahead of the curve that this is this fits now. So to answer your question is that I don't really try to stay, stay. Um, I don't really try to stay ahead of the curve. Maybe sonically, that's that's just where I'm at mentally. Mm -hmm. What one thing I do do though um, on purpose is that I don't really get into listening to other to, to other people's stuff to see what I can try. Right. But but when I put on my engineering hat, I do try to listen to what they're what they're doing to the vocals. To the wave files after they're being recorded because like um that right there you can never you can never not learn too much when it comes to how how other people engineer their vocals and and where they put their vocals at and and and, and as you know with me i do the rooter for the i do the rooter to the tutor so basically <laughs> i record my own vocals i make my own beat and right. i engineer my okay. own stuff and then i send it into a mastering house so i'm behind all of my vocal placements too so so I guess sometimes I do listen to what are what are they doing engineering wise, sonic wise, mm, right. to help my vocals, you know, vocals um, be heard the best, you know. Right. How important is it for people, you know, uh, people in the business to to do what you're doing, to be able to produce, be able to engineer, be able to lay down some tracks, so um, you're in more control. Well, I don't think that that. It's a it's a it's an important thing, but it's important to me because I'm an artist. And, you know, I paint and I and I and I visualize stuff before it's even on the board. So for me to to be a part of that process, it's just my thing. But if you're an artist, whenever if if you're an artist and your main thing is 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 hitting those notes and putting on those vocals, you put all your energy into that so that you can you can um excelling that but for me i've always done this so it's a very very important now now it's it's been times where i've been invited to studios and they had the song written for me and and i just got into i just got inside there they had a beat made and stuff i got i got into i got inside there and sang it either way it go i'm still gonna try to put my all into it but me personally because i grew up making my own stuff it's it's like a natural thing for me it's not extra work it's a labor of love whenever i sit there and I engineer my whole album and which I did you have the new album Mellow Heart right. all of the vocals were recorded by myself in London England and also mm. in in um Atlanta um and and it just built into it like it, yeah it's 17 tracks on that so like that just go, goes to show you that I had all these songs that really didn't have a home but they was recorded in the same year so I said you know what why not make a whole album and then of course 
course we got wind that Def Jam was 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 interested in um and um me releasing some music with them. So mm-hmm. we really got on on that and um we created a great album. Um me, myself and two of my most favorite producers, we all put our head together and we made a great album called Mellow Heart. It's not it's not on the market, but I do do private links for people who's who's interested in hearing it. But um yeah. And so I gotta right say, now that's in the yeah, I gotta say it's it's hands down one of the best that I've heard recently. Oh, thank you, thank you very hands much. Down, hands down, Thank you. You want to give a shout out to any of the producers you worked with? Who are some of the people you worked with? Um, I only worked with two producers, um, Doom Got Beats, okay, and um, Sean Lamb. I call him Lamb, and I'm um, basically like um, we it was like it's kind of like a, a mixtape type of situation because like I try to I try to do I play um all of our beats behind each other like so like you know like but like the songs have to all be in the same vein as far as subject wise and like just so happened i I had three songs for each subject that i was going through in the album um which 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 tells a very familiar story when it's all put together right what have you learned on this uh this musical journey this artist journey thus far well, I learned this right here. I learned that, um, I learned over the last five years, I learned what what is the most important thing about making music to me. And it's literally my therapy. Like if it, if it wasn't for music, I, I could be a lot of, I, I could be a lot, I could be in a lot of different situations if it wasn't for music. It wasn't, if it wasn't for people and my friends to tell me to, to keep on going, um, they just kind of just had to see over the years that my 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 goals for making music is a lot different from a lot of um, people that put out music now. I told you once again, I'm a grassroots artist, meaning that, you know, I don't mind if I don't sell a, 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 a pack um, arena or, I mean, like if I do, that's, that's even better, but it's really therapy. And for those who understand me and, and, and who, who have walked a little bit of my way of life, when they hear it, they connect to it because it touches them. So for me, that's the most valuable part about music is is, is being the is being the fact to share it and someone else get a good feeling from it. Or someone else, you know, you know, or someone else be like, Oh yeah, I've been through that too. Because I know when I hear certain artists and certain songs, I'm like, I'm like, that was written just for me. Right. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. so I guess so just to be a part of that collection plate. It's, it's good. It's good enough for me. I love that. Is there a certain style of music that you would say you are? Or is there some something we can compare? I mean, this is for the people who are seeing you for the first time. How, what, I mean, I know you're oh, in your own but, lane. You're definitely in your own lane on that. Right. There's something that, you know, we could say um, a little bit of this and maybe a little well, bit of that. Maybe a little of that. I would say yeah. hip hop, pop, punk, rock. Um, and R&B, like, and that's pretty much all of them. Uh, but so, so, so I'm, I'm pretty, pretty much I'm genreless. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, hopefully when I have a, um, a even more advanced team, they can help me figure out what exactly my genre. But right now, I can do it all. I can do it all. It, it's, it's just whatever. It's, it's just whatever way the current's going. Um, like, like I don't try to, you know, emulate a lot of people. I can't do that so well. So 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 um, 
So I just, you know, I just go with the flow, whatever, like, whatever I'm feeling. Because, like, for me, music, amusement, music, it's a, it's also, it's a testament too. And when I go back to those some songs, I can, I can remember exactly what I was doing when I wrote it, how I was feeling, and why I wrote it, and and to to remind myself what the real reason is for the reason why I wrote it, and, and that and it always works as therapy. Because I, like I, I never leave, I never like leaving a song with a bad resolve. Like, and, and all my music, I'm not saying all my music has a, has a message, but it always, I never like leaving music with a bad resolve. Like, it always has to come to like, okay, what is this song saying? Like, like you know, what I'm saying like, what is the purpose of, of this song? Usually, usually when I make music. Right. I like that. Music is a mood. Hashtag mood. And you yeah, always yeah. go back and you can reference mm-hmm. it for whatever mood you're in. And I think I think you hit the nail right on the head. You don't fit into any category. You're a culmination of a lot of things. And I think that's important. You're right. unique. You're unique. I want to thank you. Absolutely. Let everybody know how we can get in touch with you. How can we find you on social media? Oh, okay. Okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna scare you with my vampire eyes. All right. So you can get in touch <laughs> with me um, on Instagram. <laughs> at um, 7 Source 7. You can also um, go to Facebook and just type in I Prefer Sir, hashtag I Prefer Sir, and it should, and it should bring you to my musical page. Um, Twitter is at Sir Ben Marks. And, um, but basically, try to, try to, try to hit up my, my um, Instagram. Like, I'm told that I don't have enough followers, but you know, you already know my thing. I don't really care about that kind of stuff. But <laughs> it would be nice if, if you follow me and, and if you, um, become interested in what I'm interested in. Um, I was also, I, I had the best Christmas gift. I was just featured in the Source Magazine yes, for, for, for 2020. Mm-hmm. Um, oh no, well, ba- basically they were just saying, look out for me because I enter in 2021, I'm really gonna, I'm really gonna to, to really gonna try to put myself out there more because I do believe in being the, the recluse type of artist that's mysterious, but it's going it's 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 gonna take a little bit more I, I see now these days so um i'm gonna try to start putting myself more out there on, on, on the platforms i'm gonna be doing a whole lot of collaborations with a whole lot of artists especially on the west coast side um in seattle um i'm 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 gonna just be doing a whole lot of stuff in 2021 whenever we all get over this COVID situation hopefully that'll be by summer you can see me on stage by summer so just follow closely up to my um on my Instagram, which is seven sir seven um, number seven um, capital S I R seven seven sir seven, and also you can find me on on Facebook. My fan page is I prefer sir. That's right, everybody. Please make sure you follow Sir Ben Marks at IG seven sir seven Twitter at seven sir seven. Type in the hashtag I prefer sir. I want to thank you for coming on One Mike Night Podcast. I appreciate you and appreciate you. Please make sure you follow this thank artist. You, Marco. Yeah, giving him a platform because everybody needs to know about him. If you like what you hear on these episodes of One Mike Night Podcast, please write a review, share the episodes with your friends. You can also watch this podcast on YouTube. We are One Mike Night Everything. One Mike Night is spelled O-N-E-M-I-C-N-I-T-E. Make sure you follow us as well. You can also follow me at Marcos Luis, M-A-R-C-O-S-L-U-I-S. I want to thank you for joining me for this episode. This is season two. 
We've got a lot of more great, great interviews coming up. Thank you. Thank you all. See you next time. Bye-bye.